Mm-hmm. You still love me anymore? Do you still want to be together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is mm-hmm. this how you break up with me? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here to talk about Valentine's Day. It's the season of giving, season of receiving. But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. But my update this week is that I finally caved and got a humidifier because everyone is Maggie and Prabby was like, how do you not have a humidifier? You need a humidifier because... Condos get really dry, I guess, in the winter, and I've never lived in a condo really in the winter time, so I never knew. But I've been sneezing a lot recently, and I feel like in general, I just feel like I've been like a little bit dry. That sounds weird. But um, so I caved. I bought one, uh, one of Prabby's recommendations. I don't know if I should have just like dropped a hundred dollars on a humidifier, but like it looked really cool. The ratings were good. There's Bluetooth, like it's app controlled and everything, and the one. And it looked like really good at Prabby's place. So I was like, okay, well, fuck it, whatever. So I got it. And it was like measuring the humidity or like the amount of, I guess, water in the air. And we were at like 33% when we first turned it on. And I was like, oh shit. Apparently it's supposed to be at 45 to 60. It's like the optimal range. So we were very below that. And I was like looking up the symptoms of like, what happens when you have like very low humidity in your place and it's like oh you might actually have cold symptoms might be more susceptible to getting colds and viruses you might have like dry skin you might like just a whole bunch of bad shit basically so i can't believe i delayed getting this for so long i didn't know one pushed me harder (laughs) well i didn't want to push you because I think um, you had temporarily kind of lived with Jordan, like when he had his place like years ago and you guys didn't see any issues. So I was like, eh, maybe you guys aren't like susceptible to low humidity. I feel like that was, we only lived in Toronto from March to November though. Like we were never here. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, Sorry, so has it changed? Like, have your symptoms improved since you've got the humidifier? I mean, like, my sneezing got really bad over the weekend, but then it kind of, like, cooled down a lot. So I don't actually know. And I just got Mm -hmm. my humidifier set up a few hours ago because I just (laughs) got it this morning. So, but it's cool. Um, Another hard part with owning a humidifier is the cleaning process. It gets so yucky. You have to, like, your humidifier will tell you to clean it every week, but, like, because it's, like, a place where water is, right? Like, if you don't clean it regularly, it just gets, like, so yucky and moldy, and then you're going to have more problems. Um, And we put off cleaning it for a month or so. It got pretty gross. Wait a second. Mine just says to use, like, dump out the water every single night and, like, refresh it with new water. That's that's Make all sure mine. You're using says. filtered water, but um, yeah. no, you should clean your humidifier too. Well, uh, how do you clean it? Like, what part am I cleaning? Everything, like the inside of it, the tube. Uh, wait, which one do you have, by the way? The one that Prabby recommended. That was a hundred dollars. Is it Lavoie brand? 
from Amazon? It is from Amazon. It is. Is, is it yes. the one he had at his condo? Yeah, yeah that's the one yeah. we have too. That's the one I told oh. him we got. And then he was like, oh, you know, you should really like make sure you're not buying humidifier off Amazon stuff because some of them have recalls. And I was like, oh, you're right. I should check. And then I saw he had the exact same one. So I was like, man, you should assume I got the wrong one. Mm. Anyway, I digress. Yes, I have the exact same one. You need to clean that one. Prabby says he cleans it twice a season. Sorry, once or twice a season, something like that. Uh, I find I've been cleaning it a bit more than that. Uh, so far, once every three weeks, which is still not the recommended. They recommend once a week, but I feel like that's too much. Yeah, it's pretty. Dishwasher? No. <laughs> it's a. Ah. Uh, it's pretty gross. Like, you can Google it. Like, a lot of people have different ways. Uh, soak your humidifier for about 30 minutes. Some will say an hour. Uh, and then scrub it. I think you're good from there. I forget exactly, but every time I Google it, something different comes up. I don't think you can go wrong. Probably uses um, bleach. Sorry, vinegar first. Uh, cleans it, lets it soaks, dries it overnight. And then the next day, he uses bleach, lets it soak, cleans it, lets it dry, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Well, time to return my humidifier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely see if it improves, though. Like, if it helps your symptoms. Because I know I definitely feel it when the humidity is low. I get eczema. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's a lot more serious, so... Cleaning it is worth it in that case, but in this case, uh. I know it's so gross. Okay, well now my update is sad, and I'm, well, I'm glad happy I for you. <laughs> I'm glad we talked glad about I... it though. <laughs> I'm glad we talked about it too. I'm glad I brought it up. Like it is a learning lesson, but I was like, ugh, I have to clean my dish rack, like my drying rack, already with bleach, and it's like that's already a pain. It's just that the thing is so big that it's like hard to put into a sink. Last time we cleaned mm -hmm. our dish rack, uh, I made Jordan shower with it because <laughs> it was just like more of like a surface like mm -hmm. to clean it and it's like just better that way. But mm, maybe I can get him to shower with our humidifier. In vinegar? <laughs> well. <laughs> That's funny. I have the exact same feelings. It's very hard to clean in our sink and I refuse to clean it in our kitchen sink. So it's the bathroom sink or the bathtub. Yeah, our bathroom sink is not big enough to be able to clean it. it is, so neither is ours. Truly, okay. the cons of living in a condo. I yeah. Now I'm like, hmm. Do I actually want to buy a condo? <laughs> <laughs> On the plus side, you got it at a good time because this time last year was when we bought. No, sorry, we moved in in like March, but from March to November, I would say, like we used a humidifier, but not a lot. So we didn't really like clean it that much, like maybe like once. But now that we've been using it regularly through the winters, we've been cleaning it a lot more. So I think you're okay. Yeah, but using it like, so I'll use it between February to March, but then I'll stop kind of using it. And also like I have to use it again next year though. Then you'll clean it more next year. The first year is a giveaway. Uh... <laughs> okay. Thank you for teaching me this valuable lesson, and I'm glad I kept the box in my humidifier. I'm going to keep it for a few days and see how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. Good call. Does it grow like green mold? No. Uh, I think the first time we got it, it was pink mold, actually. 
don't know where that came from. Uh, mm -hmm. Then they started becoming like a look like mucus almost, but not actually mucus. It was like brown, off white, brownish, not brown, but like beigeous, beigeous color that was building up, and I was like, gross. It's like water mold, Ew. yeah, slime. You just got uh. slimed. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Good thing Amazon's return policy is good enough. Yeah. Wow, you're so sad. This is a sad update for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, truly. Because, like, like I I don't know. I don't know why I thought that it wouldn't have to clean it so regularly. I, I, I because it was like, you know, it's like a towel, you know? Like, mm -hmm. in Nick from New Girls, it's like, why do I have to ever wash my towel? My towel gets washed. <laughs> My towel's clean because I'm clean. I come yeah, that logic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is your update? And I hope it's happier than mine. Um, I don't have a happy update. Uh, my week has been so stressful. So, I mean, because we filmed this like so close together, my boyfriend is still gone in BC. So I am still a single parent with my dog, Jackie. Um, he has been so clingy and he misses Nick so much. Um, I know that was my last week update too, but... I forgot to mention that Jackie basically went on a hunger strike, so he wasn't eating, like, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and I left him at home, and I went into the office, and I was like, oh, maybe, like, he'll eat, because sometimes he does eat when I leave, but he didn't touch anything. He has no problem eating human food. Like, he'll eat my snacks with me. He'll eat dinner with me. Like, he'll eat cabbage for some reason. Um, he was eating some of my potatoes. I don't give him too much, by the way, because I don't, I don't want to, like, mess him up, and I don't want him to be spoiled. That's another thing. So, yeah, so I gave him some of that. He was eating, no problem. But when it came to his dog food, nope. He did not want to eat it. And then I heard the most glorious noise last night. At around 3 or 4 a.m., he was munching his food. <laughs> and I woke up because he's so freaking loud. And I was like, yay, I'm so happy. But also, I'm so tired. Back to bed. Um, so that's at least like a happy update. How do you think, is it separation anxiety from Nick? Yeah, this kind of happened before because I was messaging Nick and I was like, hey, I'm getting a bit worried. It's been like three days and he's not really eating. Um, and Nick was like, no, don't take him to the vet. This has happened before. Don't get charged $2,000. Uh, I think it was like, oh, so his mom went to PEI like two years ago. So it was like me and Nick just at his house. Um, and his dogs went on a high hunger strike. Like his other dog, Tiger, like refused to eat food. And then when Jackie tried to, Tiger like beat his ass. Um, so dogs are just will just do the wildest things so i'm hoping when i drop jackie off at nick's mom's house tomorrow night that he will eat no problem yeah i think like part of it too is like you guys are always home especially nick like nick is mm -hmm. always home and always around him so like i can see why like the separation anxiety kind of develops and how mm -hmm. like that manifests into like not eating his food yeah that's why I joked this week that Nick was my stay-at-home dad that I took for granted. And I'm the busy working mom trope in all the rom-coms. Is he enjoying his time in BC? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, from the stuff he's telling me, it's definitely interesting. Like, I definitely would not have had fun myself because they're mm -hmm. a very um, outdoorsy family. So good for them. They're skiing, they're snowmobiling, yeah. all things I don't want to do. Yeah. I haven't gotten any snaps from Nick this, from his time in BC. Uh, I've gotten only like one or two, but they're really like weird snaps. 
I like I assume like if he was doing all those things, he'd be like, look, snap of me snowboarding, snap of me. Yeah. You forget that Nick has very little data, so he probably uses <laughs> right. it all up. <laughs> <laughs> true. That is true. Um, I had a funny story. I think he mentioned like, I think we were talking about summer plans or something. And he was like, oh, Canada Day weekend. I'm camping. And I was like, um, I just want to clarify that means like you are camping. Like I'm not involved, right? Because I don't remember being planned for this. And he was like, yeah, don't worry. I know you said you'd rather die than camp with me. So it's okay. And I was like, oh my God, when you say it like that, I sound awful, but I stand by it. (laughs) I don't think it's the rather die than camp with him. It's just you would rather die than camp. Yeah. He just had to say it like that. Um, And I said as a joke, like, oh, my parents, like, didn't escape a third world country for me to live in third world conditions. And then I don't know if he thought I was kidding or joking, but he keeps, like, repeating that to, like, his dad and his stepmom. And then they were like, oh, okay, I see. So now I'm like, no, I'm just joking. Like, of course my parents would be okay with me camping. I don't think they care, but I just wanted to make light of camping. It's a funny joke. Um, I guess he tells it. It's not as funny. Yeah, when he tells it, it makes me sound like I'm suffering. Or my family (laughs) suffered. (laughs) When I say it, it's ha-ha funny. (laughs) Yeah, I I think you need the minority status to be Mm -hmm. able to make that Mm -hmm. joke funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Jokes he can't say. Well, on the bright side, that means you're free to go to the Mandarin's um, Canada Day Buffet if they have it this year. I hope they do. That'd be fun. Um, what's your beef or crush of the week? So my beef is a store that I get all of my bagels from um, on Too Good To Go because their bagels are the best bagels I've had. And I'm out of bagels now. So I set a Too Good To Go for today. And just before this podcast, I found out that they had no surplus of food. So they canceled my Too Good To Go. And I was so excited because Too Good To Go gets us out of the house. It's such a nice day out. It's all sunny. The weather is nice. And now I have no reason to leave my house. I'm sorry. That sucks. Um, yeah. Where do you get your bagels from? Um, it's this place called Mabel's Bakery. Mm. Uh, they have very good, like, variety in their Too Good To Go. So it's like sometimes you get loaves of bread, sometimes you get bagels, sometimes you get, like, dish pastries. You get a lot. Like, it's like a lot. It's like a heavy bag of food every time. Whoa. So For $7.99? F- uh, $4.99. Wow. Yeah. Stonks. Yeah. Mm, I love oh. bagels. Yeah. It's like my go-to when I go to the gym in the mornings. Like, that's... Kind of like I make a bagel with cream cheese and I eat that before I go to the gym. Mm, They have like this oatmeal raisin bagel that's really good. Ooh, fancy. What cream cheese do you use? The whipped cream cheese. Philadelphia? Yeah, Philadelphia whipped cream cheese. Mm. Yeah. It's carried over from, I think, Jordan's mother who always buys Philadelphia whipped cream cheese. So then Mm. I was like, yeah, okay. I like trying fun cream cheeses. Um, it doesn't taste any different. It just feels fluffier. Is your beef or crush of the week? Uh, my beef was work. I just feel like it was crashing so hard on me. And then I tried to explain to my manager that I was so busy. And she was like, oh, what are you busy with? And I had a list. But then I kind of like glossed over the list. And I was like, oh, it's okay. If you have anything else to give me, no problem. I'll take it. And I was like, oh, God, why am I like this? And then 
Um, I had a coffee chat today with like a coworker in Vancouver. So I guess it's a beef and a crush, but my coworker in Vancouver, um, we're not really on the same team. I just kind of worked with her once or twice. Um, and she was so lovely. She's been uh, with my company for about 10 years. We talked about school, talked about our comms struggles. I'm in a communications role. Um, and I was just like very open with her and was like, you know what? Sometimes I take things too personally. And she said, oh my God, I'm the exact same way. Starting out, my manager would change up so many of my stuff and I would be like, oh my God, I am not a good writer at all. But you know what? It comes with a job. That's what you get for being in comms. Like you'll get used to it and you have to learn to not take it personally. They just want to make it better. And everyone has their own tone of writing and it's all subjective. And I was like, wow, you're so great. You're my crush. Yeah. Aw, you might make a new work friend. In Vancouver? She's like remote. All of my co-workers are in Vancouver. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, there's a chance I may never see her. So she's my online friend that your parents warned you about. It's fine. It's okay to have online friends. We live in an age of technology where we can mm -hmm. text. Mm -hmm. As long as they're of age. No problemo. <laughs> And have an iPhone. No problem. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm glad you had that. I'm glad you're also doing coffee chats. Proud of you. Thanks. They're, they're a struggle because people get really busy. And I've been rescheduled like four times with my work crush, four times with another person that I was telling Wanda about. Never ends. But put yourself yeah. out there, ladies. Actually, they'll have to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My crush should have also been Uber One. I feel like I just keep browsing everything. And I bought something from Uber One for two days in a row now. Did you get? I think the first day was like some pizza that I wanted. Um, and then the second day, it was a BOGO sushi deal. Because I came home from work and I passed out. And I was like, I guess I'll make some dinner. But also, I want some sushi. But that was my dinner. Um, so I'm hoping I don't buy anything today. But we'll see um yeah i try to not order every day even though mm -hmm, jordan mm -hmm. is a temptress and he tries to get me to get it <laughs> that's funny i'm the temptress but no one's here to stop me yeah it's interesting because like i got it because work like periodically would give us like uber credits for like 20 or 30 bucks so it's like i was like okay you know what if this keeps happening like i'll just buy it for a full year especially because like we we're going to move to downtown so it felt like worth it in that case mm -hmm. but it's so toxic i just constantly mm -hmm. scroll it and mm -hmm. i'm like mm. look what is what is uber going to offer me today mm -hmm. what's a fun little treat to get me through the day yeah yeah i'm the same cool good beefs good crushes um, so on to Valentine's Day. Um, I guess I've only actually been really celebrating it for the past two years. Um, but Wanda, tell me what your usual Valentine's Day is. Tell me what you're doing this year. What, what's up your sleeve? So that's it's a little weird that like you think that I would have like a routine Valentine's Day like well, like Keith from the Try Guys does he's like we go see Fifty Shades of Grey and then we go to Outback Steakhouse or whatever it is okay that's fair but also that's fucking weird <laughs> Ooh. yeah on the note of that did you know that there is another magic mic last magic mic apparently a, th a third one it's already released I thought it was oh uh... it's coming out on Valentine's Day or something oh I remember they were talking about it but I can't 
remember who's in it. Uh, Channing Tatum and Salima Hayek. Who? Salma Hayek. Oh, oh, I love her. She's hot. Yeah. Can't believe the amount of shit that she is in is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. And um, her husband is Richie Rich. So she definitely just does this for fun. Yeah. I read about her because I was, like, watching House of Gucci, and then it was, like, a tongue-in-cheek thing because her husband owns Gucci. Oh, shit. Really? Mm -hmm. He's the CEO of, like, the parent company that owns Gucci. Yeah, right? Crazy. Oh, shit. Okay. That's very funny, but also the range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I forget she, who she played in House of Gucci. I think she was one of the family members, no? No, I don't think so. She was an Italian. I do not have a routine Valentine's Day plan because that is very weird. No offense to Keith. Very weird. Um, don't like celebrating Valentine's Day, like necessarily on Valentine's Day, because how I celebrate things is I, I go somewhere for food or I go get takeout. So know how busy it is usually for restaurants on valentine's day so i try to not add to that busyness by ordering food so i think plan is for this year i don't know what i did last year i have no idea oh i think jordan sent me popcorn we weren't together on valentine's day last year he sent me popcorn as a surprise from cineplex Aww. and i think like a milkshake and stuff so that was very nice of him Aww. um but this year I what I said I wanted to do was on Valentine's Day we watch the reality TV show like one or I don't know like the one where they get all the reality TV oh, stars. Yeah, yeah. From, what's it called? I forget. Okay, <laughs> like Perfect that. Match or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that show. We're gonna watch that show because that's coming out on that day, and then we're probably just gonna eat like a HelloFresh like we do every night, and maybe get high or something. And that's kind of like our Valentine's Day plans. But on the Saturday after valentine's day there's like very old tiktok trend probably now where you choose like you have two pieces of paper and you like usually the guy i don't know it doesn't have to be gender but it's usually a guy for some reason holds up the two pieces of paper and then like the girl who's usually his partner his girlfriend whatever like picks one um and that's what you end up doing. So it could be like Starbucks or bubble tea. And like if you pick Starbucks, then you go to Starbucks. So it's like a choose your own adventure kind of thing. And I'm making him plan it by just cute. writing things on note cards. That's so cute. We are also doing a TikTok trend, very similar. Um, there was one where it was like you go to a restaurant or grocery store and you choose like the appetizer, the main course and dessert or you, like something that the other person would like. So we're going to do that. And just surprise each other so we don't have to get takeout. Just do grocery store stuff. Are you doing it together or are you going in at like separate times? No, we'll go in together. We'll just like check out separately. I have like, knowing the things that Nick picks out, I have fears for you. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I know the thing that I'll get him will be okay, but the thing that he'll get me, I'll be like, oh God, I don't know. I feel like I'm very specific with what I like, but also, like, I tell him a lot. Like, I have, like, a, like, I'm consistent. Like, if it's something bad, I'll be like, I don't like this. Like, this is the stuff I kind of don't like. But I don't know if he remembers. We'll see. 
Yeah. And is he going to shop for himself or is he going to shop for you? Or mm-hmm. is it going to be like mm-hmm. for you, but for him? Because mm-hmm. he knows oh. I like sweet stuff, but sometimes he gets things that are like too sweet that I'm like, no, I can't eat this. Yeah. It's hard. But I mean, like it's a grocery store. So it's like it's mm-hmm. not like you're spending that much money anyway. So it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're both doing TikTok trends. Yeah, I mean, I've been wanting to do the whole, like, choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing for a while because, like, I feel like it's kind of fun. The other TikTok trend I really want to do is, like, throwing, like, pens into, like, a cup or something. Yeah. Because I think it's just super interesting. Not in, like, a, oh, I want a baby, I want a baby, I want a cat, I want a dog, or, like, things like those. And it's, like, "Mm." but, like, just, like, letting fate decide and Mm -hmm. my aim. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have bad aim. Yeah, me too. Are you looking forward to your plans? Yeah, it's okay. I feel like it's, I don't like to like hype up these kinds of things. Um, I think that just goes for like birthday. I think it just comes with old age. Like, I don't really want to hype up my birthday. Ah, you know what I should compare it to? It's like Jess from New Girl when she's like, has such unrealistic expectations for her birthday. Um, so that's why she just celebrates it alone. I'm very similar. I have to set the bar low and go in thinking that that's what's going to happen. I'm like the exact opposite. I have such high expectations and I expect them to be met. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Because I'll just be sad. But like, uh, just tell people what you want. Like, why can't he know? Why can't people just know what I want? Because he's not you. Also, like, it's not like you're very consistent. You're like, sometimes mm. you're like, I want this. But then other times you're like, mm, I don't really want that. I want something else. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's hard mm-hmm. to be you. <laughs> Think about how I feel. <laughs> Shay, um, are you doing gifts? Um, I don't think so. I think we kind of did gifts last year, but... Um, I only bought stuff that I knew he would need or things that he would never buy himself. Like this weird salted egg chip that um, he was like, wow, that's such a weird thing. And I got it for fun. And we still have it to this day because no one likes it. Mm, it's like that cake. <laughs> hey, <gasps> he I like that cake. He never wanted to try that cake. He did try it. Oh, yeah, he did. Why did he I think there. he wasn't there that day? <laughs> I don't know. He was there. I don't think he liked it very much, though. I liked it. <laughs> Uh, same vibe though, salted egg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, I mean, do you know if he's getting you anything? I said, don't get me anything. Maybe like flowers, but I said no flowers in the winter time because I'm worried about like the humidity in our place and if he'll die. But so far, I've been getting a lot of Lego flowers from him, so I have that to look forward to to assemble. Yeah, it's fun. I think like Lego flowers are so much better than flowers in my personal opinion just because they don't die and it's Mm -hmm. a fun activity together Mm -hmm. he said he would not do it with me because of his forearms but he will watch me he'll paint with me but he won't do legos with me but it's so broken i know like (laughs) it's for but i feel like he picks and chooses his battles because painting for some reason he'll do but Legos, he won't. It's like a fun, like, Lego thing. It's a fun puzzle. If he was in engineering, he should want to do this stuff. I'm so sorry. I mean, at sorry least you today. get to do fun puzzle you enjoy. 
Yeah, it's okay. I want it to be a me project anyways. I don't really like it when people touch my Legos. Oh, so you're that kid, huh? Well, I never really had Legos as a kid because I never liked them. I was more of a Barbie yeah. gal. Did you let people touch your Barbies? Mm, only the ones I didn't like. The really cool ones, like with the wings and the singing Barbies, like, no, they were off limits. I knew people mm. would destroy them with their greasy hands. That's so funny. <laughs> um, do you have like a memorable Valentine's Day in your past 26 years? Worst or best? Best Valentine's Day would probably be when I was a child and I used to get those like candy shaped like lollipops and like Hershey's kisses. Cause mm. you know, like on Valentine, like the days before Valentine's Day, you'd like make the bag for like to put all the gifts and candy in and everything for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. So then when Valentine's Day comes around, and I really, like, I barely ever gave anyone cards or chocolate, but I think I did it one year. But anyways, um, when Valentine's Day comes around, like, everyone drops in the chocolate and everything and the candy into your little, like, Valentine's Day bag, and then you go home, and it's basically, like, another, like, Halloween, mm -hmm. and where you get all this candy and sweets and everything. Oh, yeah. that was my best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was always nice. For the longest time, I don't think I actually, like, bought candy for people. Like, I assume the kids who bought candies were just, like, rich kids. Like, I did the cards because they were cheap, but never candy. And I didn't blame kids who, like, didn't give me candy because I was like, I couldn't afford it either. Or, like, I was too afraid to ask my mom. <laughs> yeah. Like, props to the kids who actually, like, who did end up, like, writing your name on the card mm -hmm. and putting candy on it. Those are the real MVPs of our grade. I wrote the names on. I just didn't get the candy. You're so close. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's your best? Um, I don't know if I really have a best. I have like an embarrassing one. I mean, it was not that embarrassing, but like in grade four, I did like Harry Potter themed Valentine Day cards because, you know, love Harry Potter. Still love it to today. Um, and like I gave a Valentine Valentine's Day card to my grade four teacher at the time. Um, and it said something like, hope we adhere to our magical friendship or something like that. I don't, I don't really know. I didn't really pay attention to it. Then I was like, oh, this is to Mr. R. So I gave it to him. And then at the end of the day, he like called me over and was like, Maggie, I don't know if this Valentine's Day card is super appropriate. Magical friendship. We're a teacher and student. And I was like, what? And I felt so embarrassed. And I was like, this is like so weird. I didn't like see it like that. Um, and I think he was joking because like, that's just how he was with a lot of students. But I was like, man, I am so embarrassed. I'm never giving a Valentine's Day card to a teacher again. I don't know how, like, you know how like some teachers like just don't have enough boundaries and then other teachers, it's like, mm, you didn't need to do that. Like you kind of just like, what, like, did you, like, it said friendship. It wasn't like romantic relationship. Like it's okay like they're children's so, valentine's day cards they're not meant to yeah. be weird <laughs> yeah you're like what eight years old something like that yeah yeah it's like you probably barely even understood what the card meant <laughs> yeah i just thought it was it had ron hermione and harry on it and i was like mr R would love this i bet i'll give him the cool one and fuck mr r yeah i mean he was a great teacher in some ways but also bad in some ways That'll be another story. Man, fuck that guy. I don't. I don't like that. I like. I think it's okay to set boundaries as a teacher, but I don't think you need to like 
humiliate your students if it's unneeded. Mm -hmm. I agree. Definitely, definitely a weird Valentine's Day, but did get a lot of candy. Yeah. You say that was your least favorite Valentine's Day? I wouldn't say it was like the worst Valentine's Uh Maybe it was because like that's the only one I remember. And I never really like celebrated except for the whole giving cards to the class thing. know if this was a valentine's day or just like in or around valentine's day or for something else but in my memory it seems to be a valentine's day but this one was like i would probably say was my worst and it was like with my ex and he like never really got me anything like never really celebrated or planned anything and like i just got like really mad i guess like during that time and i was like i can't believe like i can't believe like you don't really care essentially um i don't remember what it was but i think it was just like back then i was like very into like letting things boil up inside of me and not saying anything until like i exploded um so like i, I guess it's hard to say the worst because like he like tried to make it up with to me by like buying me like gifts or something and then like i didn't want to see him so he just like left it outside he was like just go get it whenever you're ready but he like drove all the way he probably drove like three hours or something to like drop it off which was like nice of him to do that but also mm. it was like mm, was this a little too late mm -hmm. yeah and it's like get it like thank like that that is nice of you to do but also like why not just put in the effort kind mm -hmm. of thing but also mm -hmm. that was on me for not saying anything earlier i feel like there there's a line between like like, yes, communication is great, but also it's about initiative, too. Like, putting in the effort. Like, you shouldn't have to always tell them. Like, the example is, like, you know, parents. Like, women or mothers will just, like, know what to do. And then they have to tell their partner or husband, dad, whatever it is, to know what to do. And the dad is always like, oh, well, how was I supposed to know? Like, you didn't tell me. I can't read your mind. And the mom is like, well, no one told me either. How come I know to do it? So I feel like it's similar to that. Same, same, but different. Like, they knew it's, like, coming up. You shouldn't really have to say anything. They should really put in the initiative, put in the work and the hours. Um, and, like, back then, I wasn't like, oh, I don't like gifts or anything. Like, I think it's too hard to get gifts for people because, like, I think I always got, like, really good gifts. But, like, this is – okay, so – how do you feel about um, always telling your partner what to get you for, like, holidays or birthdays or whatever? I think if you have something in mind and you want something specific, then that's fine. But what if it's, like, always? Like, they, they're always just like, oh, what can I get for you? Oh. Mm. It's hard to say. Um, I guess, like, the, from their point of view, they're trying to be considerate, I guess, if you do have anything in mind. But also, I'm still like, hmm, you should know. Be creative. Yeah. I agree. I think it's, like, sometimes it's, like, okay. Like, there, this goes back to the whole grocery store thing where we were talking about. It. It's, like, you have things that you like, and it's, like, you have things that you don't like. Um, so even if that's not... 100% the thing that you're feeling today but it's something that you generally like you're still happy to receive it but mm -hmm. if they get you something as a surprise and it's something that you don't even really like and you're like hmm yeah I know it's like they put in the thought and the effort but I'm still like mm, you should know that I don't like this 
did they put in the thought and the effort if they just pick something that you don't even like like Mm. if it was Mm -hmm. like pure ignorance like you've never talked about this before and they did not know about this then sure it's okay but if they you've said it before like oh you don't like mushrooms Mm. (laughs) and then they got you something that's like mushroom friend like mushroom heavy or something Mm, i'd be pissed yeah yeah is that what happened when he drove three hours to your house and he got you things you hated? <laughs> All of No. <laughs> that would have been so funny, though. I probably would have just, like, broken it up then. <laughs> um, do you think, like, holidays where it's, like, Valentine's Day or stuff, like, really, like, it's a spark back into your relationship or something? No. I feel like that should be almost every day thing not like every day but you like you don't need a special day to really emphasize to your partner like hey i really enjoy spending time with you love you like if you need a day to remind yourself to do that make that maybe every wednesday or something because if you need that day to keep the spark alive i got bad news for you my guy I hate the whole like oh you can only give flowers on Valentine's Day or you can only give cards on Valentine's Day and things like that. It's like you can do that at any time. You don't need to <laughs> do it specifically on the day of the manufactured holiday homework. It's all um, consumerism. Yeah, it truly is. There was something that I read on Reddit that I thought was really interesting that it was like if you like get a gift or if you do something for someone but it's very consistent like if you get flowers for your wife every saturday or something or your husband and after a while like they'll grow tired of that because like it's just like monotony it's routine kind of thing they're not like oh like this is so good and cool and everything it just feels like something that you do so what's better is to actually give them like inconsistent like things so it's like if you get them flowers like occasionally or if you like them chocolate like occasionally like very Mm -hmm. spontaneous like then it becomes like a lot better and like it's actually healthier for the relationship because Mm -hmm. like people's brain like don't feel like it's a routine gotta keep the spark alive by doing random things spontaneous things yeah exactly like as soon as something becomes too much a routine it gets like it has the opposite effect that's why we should quit our jobs right now. Keep the spark alive. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, that's what truly keep, what, like, it's truly keeping us from, um, like, a very joyful and prosperous relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the most romantic thing you've done for someone on Valentine's Day? It's okay. I don't have a good response either. I... <laughs> Going back to my whole, I don't think of Valentine's Day as that as anything more than a manufactured holiday. I don't think I really do big romantic gestures in general. Yeah, me neither. I think the most I did was I bought him stuff he needed. Great. And when we went out for dinner, my brother paid for us. <laughs> oh, going back to also the worst Valentine's Day, I have another bad story. <laughs> what happened so i was like younger and i was like dating this much older person and like not even gonna go to go into that relationship it was terrible don't do what i did and like i like got him like a whole bunch of candies that like i knew he would enjoy and stuff got him like a whole bag of like jelly bellies whatever like just got him general things that he's talked about that he's like really liked and i like 
that for Valentine's Day. Like, I gave it to him, and he was just like, oh, cool, thanks. And then he, like, got me nothing. And did not really even appreciate the gift. And I was like, I spent my hard-earned money on this, which I didn't have a lot of because I was young. Um, Looking back now, would you have broken up with him on that day? Like, sorry, let me rephrase that. If Jordan did that today, like on Valentine's Day, what would you say to him? I wouldn't necessarily expect him to get me a gift back because like it could have just been like, oh, I wanted to get this for you. Um, But if he didn't appreciate what I got for him and he just kind of like blew over it and like blew it off or whatnot, um, I would be like, how dare you? What 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 is this? What like why like are 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 you not thankful for this gift? What's going on? Mm. Like I would try to be like okay, like is there something going uh, something else going on? But mm. then otherwise, I'd be like okay, why don't like why did you not appreciate my hard work in putting together this gift? Mm-hmm. Do you still love me anymore? Do you still want to be together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is mm-hmm. this how you break up with me? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good call. I react the exact same do? way. No, okay. exact same. Okay. Glad we're consistent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you'll just do my breakups for me then. What? <laughs> like if we're going to react in the same way, like every time I go through emotional like turmoil in a relationship, I'll just be like, Maggie, talk to him. Don't love that. Um, Okay, how should a single person spend Valentine's Day? What do you suggest? But with friends, nothing. Treat yourself. Um, it depends. Like, do you? The number one thing that you should not do on Valentine's Day is feel shitty about yourself and make it such that you feel like you're very alone because you are not alone. Um, there are many people who are celebrating Valentine's Day by themselves. Um, if you don't want to be alone. Go out with your parents if they don't really have any Valentine's Day plans. Siblings, friends, co-workers. Like, the world's your oyster. Mm-hmm. And who mm-hmm. to choose to go out for Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. And me, again, it is a manufactured holiday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel. I think it is easier said than done, almost. Because, yeah, single people, you see all the gross couples and everything. And you can't help but feel a pang of jealousy and hatred to valentine's day so try to be positive um you're right treat yourself maybe don't go to a restaurant because you'll see it even more but yeah i think spend time with your your gal pals your boy pals do whatever yeah you don't have to go out to a restaurant you could stay home and order takeout or just buy some snacks and just hang out or just do everything by yourself like you gotta learn to enjoy your own company Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm And if you do want another person to be in a relationship with, put yourself out there. Try something new. Go network. Yeah, people get real desperate on Valentine's Day, so Mm -hmm. start swiping on the apps. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) It's funny because I think that's when around the time Nick told me he downloaded uh, Bumble. And a few days later, we swiped right on each other. So, Aww. Valentine's Day, guys. Download the apps. <laughs> yeah, let that be the push for you mm-hmm, to finally mm-hmm. download the app. Yeah. They're not sponsored. 
but we wish you were. We wish, yeah. How do you deal with unwanted romantic attention? On Valentine's Day? Yeah, this has never happened to me, so I don't know how to answer. <laughs> yeah, um, you know how, like, people are always like, wow, I get, like, approached in coffee shops and, like, someone hits on me or something like that? That does not happen to me. Mm -hmm. I have never mm -hmm. once been approached in any way. Um, I'm hoping it's because I'm intimidating and not because I am nobody's type. But also, <laughs> I think we've talked about this. Do I want to be approached in a coffee shop by myself anyways? I don't think so. Mm -mm. I'd be scared uh, if a random person came up to me. But also, I guess maybe I'd be... If I was single and they were cute and they approached me, oh no, I would still think they have ulterior motives. Yeah, I don't know. What are you trying to sell me? What are you yeah, trying exactly. to Yeah, exactly. I've seen Taken. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Hmm. I would be like, okay, we can stay in this coffee shop and go nowhere else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I must watch you leave first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any time that has happened. But. You know that SpongeBob thing? It's just like, I'm ugly. <laughs> How long have I been ugly for? Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't think it's like an ugly thing. I think it's just people respect boundaries in public. I, I think there's a lot of pressure to, one, have the courage to go up to people, and two, being bold enough to put the other person in an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, but like, why am I not pretty enough such that people will break boundaries for me? Like, yeah, come on. I think, I think you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it happens in clubs, like CD clubs. No problem. People will come up to you. Um, in like a public setting, you like grocery stores, coffee shops. I respect that people have boundaries. Yeah, I guess. Um, you know how in Modern Family, Phil and Claire every year per like pretend to be like strangers that meet in a bar and everything and they like hit on each other to like, oh, that's her thing. Would you ever do that? <laughs> Role play. Um, yes. <laughs> I think no, like I don't see myself really doing that, but I wouldn't really like, rule it out. Like maybe, who knows, down the line we might want to do that too. Yeah, I think I've talked about it with Jordan with that thing, like when that episode came on and I was like, would you do that? And he's like, yeah, but I don't know how to pick up women. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I... he's picking up you, so he knows exactly what you like and dislike. Like, I, I get it because it's like, think about this. Like, think about if you try to approach Nick, like, sitting at a bar and you had to pretend you were strangers. Like, what would you say to him? Um. Oh, lately there's been, like, this really cute thing going around on TikTok where it's, like, you go up to the person and you're like, hey, the person over there thinks you're really cute. And then you're supposed to run over there and sit down and be like, hey. So I think that that's cute. Okay. And then what would you follow it up with? Oh, shit. Mm, didn't think I'd get that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't really talk to people in public, so I don't really know. Uh, see, it's somehow mm -hmm. like, even though that you know that this is like your partner and you are like you know each other and you've been together for that long somehow when you get put into that position you completely forget everything including mm -hmm. how to interact with a human especially one that you've known for a long time so it's like yeah. stage fright mm 
Mm-hmm. I've stage fright just thinking about it. <laughs> Literally. What's your next thing? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Run away. Oh. It's funny. Maybe try it sometime and let us know what happens. Not anytime soon, but I'll let you know when we do. If we do. Yeah. I don't know why i have this image of like it happening and then someone like other girl or something goes up to you being like are you okay like do you, <laughs> do you need out of this situation like is he that'd bothering so you uh, that'd be really funny yeah but you know good for her for doing like good for her for coming up to you making sure that you're safe mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. what does that say about nick mm-hmm. we hope everybody has a great valentine had a great valentine's day i guess by the time that this podcast is out and if you didn't have a great valentine's day that's okay too once again my tagline for this episode is that valentine's day is a manufactured holiday and it means absolutely nothing but if it means something to you the power to you anyways thank you for listening to another episode Go follow us and like us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And go listen to us and like us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And join us next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye! Bye.